What up, what up, everybody? This is Double G for the Fight Game Podcast. Today, posting uh, some throwback audio from March, uh, actually February 12th, 2016. Uh, interviewed Shayna Baszler before her match for my buddy John LaRocca's uh, wrestling promotion premiere. She was about to face her... Um, her partner, her training partner, Colleen Schneider. And we did about, I don't know, a 30 to 40 minute interview uh, about everything related to uh, her crossover from MMA to pro wrestling, though she made it very clear, uh, I believe, that she was not retired from MMA. Um, and at the time, uh, Daniel Bryan had, had recently retired, so we talked a little bit about that. Uh, she talked about her training uh, because I asked her, you know, what's the difference in, in, in the training for, for both? And she basically said, like, there is no difference. She trains similarly uh, for both things. Um, and then we talked a little bit about WWE. Uh, and in a, in a bit of, a, I wouldn't call it irony, because I think this is kind of where we all hoped things were going to head, but we even talk a little bit about the four horse women versus the four horse women uh, match that uh, the dream match that WWE is, uh, s- is pushing for from what it looks like in their current storylines. Um, Shayna is on the cusp of wrestling for the uh, May young uh, classic championship against Kyrie Sane. And uh, I thought it'd be cool to just uh, post this from uh, a, over a year and a half ago. And, you know, things have changed for Shayna uh, or progressed, I would say, uh, very quickly from where she was here. Um, and I, I, I think this may have been her second match, uh, her second actual wrestling match uh, against Colleen. So still very early in her process. But uh, pretty cool to just kind of look back and see where she was to where she is today. Uh, you know, may, maybe the four horsewomen are going to have a match against the against the other four horsewomen who she she mentioned uh, jacked their uh, jacked their gimmick a little bit um, uh, upcoming for WWE. So uh, kind of cool just to listen. And uh, this was before we were the Fight Game podcast, so you might hear a couple references to FGB Radio in there somewhere. But uh, Kick back, take a listen, throwback audio, fight game podcast. Give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! This is Double G for FGB Radio on Sunday, March 6th at the IFDES Lodge in the Portuguese Hall in Gilroy, California. Shayna Baszler is going to face Colleen Schneider in a professional wrestling match for Premiere. And on the line with me is Shayna, and we're going to talk about the show and, and about pro wrestling and, and anything else that comes up. But first off, Shayna, how's it going? 
Uh, I'm doing well. It's a big wrestling day. Uh, Friday's a later workout for me, so I'm enjoying the, the relaxing day. So it's all good, it's good here. Appreciate you taking a, taking a few minutes here. Um, I, I, I think uh, I, I was looking. I was looking at ShareDog, and and you can tell me if this information is right or wrong. But they have your debut uh, fight for Halloween of 2003. And we are in the year 2016, and I think you hear this a lot in that, you know, you are one of the pioneers of women's MMA. D- does it feel like it's been 13 years since you had your first fight? Well, my first pro fight, so, like, I, I was fighting for a few years before that. Um, there's there's a, uh, a huge amount of fights that aren't on my record because back in those days, it wasn't it wasn't like today where there's really clearly defined amateur and pro um uh it, it was a lot i guess a lot like indie wrestling back then it was like you were just fighting on shows and some shows were bigger than others and the big show at that time didn't have women's mma so there were um other shows that were considered to be the big one that you wanted to get to you know and it was uh so, but no, to answer your question, no. Uh, sometimes when I think about it, doesn't you know? I'm like, yeah. Uh, Tara Larosa is a friend of mine. She's a she's been fighting longer than me, and uh, we fought each other and became really good friends. Sometimes we'll be talking like, yeah, remember when this happened? Holy smokes, that was like ten years ago, and it just doesn't feel like that. Um, you know, something recently in pro wrestling, uh, the big news uh, all week pretty much has been uh, Daniel Bryan retiring from WWE. Uh, lots have been made about the head injuries and his reasoning for retiring. Uh, what did you think about about the retirement and, and everything surrounding that? It was a pretty surreal couple of days for the pro wrestling world, but someone who's actually been in uh, in MMA and in pro wrestling, like how did how did that touch you? Um, it's crazy to think about because when he was, uh, first of all, as a fan, I was probably just as sad as everyone else. And I'm like crying and tears are welling up and I'm trying not to cry because friends are over to watch wrestling that night. You know, and, um, having met Daniel Bryan and gotten to know him and talked to him, it's even more of a bummer because he's one of the good guys. You know, uh, pro wrestling is like any other sport. It's full of people that are, um, that are just uh, they there's a lot of uh, I don't know it's like any sport there's a lot of people that think they're better than you won't give you the time of day there's a lot of people that are very helpful there's a lot of people that um, are are uh, think they're bigger than they are uh, things like that but Daniel Bryan was one of the good guys and he was one of one of the biggest stars there has ever been in pro wrestling and uh, would make we feel like he was just a regular dude. Like he was just super nice, always helpful, um, advice, you know, it was, it, it was a bummer, but, um, you know, it's easy to understand pro wrestling and MMA are kind of two sides of the same coin. And so having, having done MMA just as long as he's pro wrestled, um, it's understandable, you know? And, uh, I can put myself in his shoes if I had just uh, worked so hard and, and won the UFC title and then was told I, I couldn't fight anymore. You know, that's a tough decision to have to come to. So um, I know he's got some things he's looking forward to, and it's it's all it was all a very thought-out 
thing, but uh, it's still a bummer for us fans, you know. Yeah, the one of the first things that I thought about when I when I heard that this was happening was, you know, I wonder what it means to people in MMA or professional wrestling or I mean football, soccer, like the, these sports in which you do take some punishment, like you know, and you would probably know this, but just as good as anybody, but. Did you did you think about like oh like you know what does this mean for me or or you know I've taken you know I can remember having a concussion or if you have or not or I mean like did you sort of reflect on on your career a little bit to wonder like how much punishment have I taken? Yeah, of course it makes you especially like I said he said he's been doing doing wrestling for sixteen years that's about how long I've been fighting total. Um, uh, and it really, you know, I do the thing like people that have, <laughs> if you've been around pro wrestlers and they get up in the morning and they're sore and they can hardly walk. Actually, Colleen, who I'm wrestling, makes fun of me <laughs> and uh, says that I have, she calls it drywaller syndrome. She's like, you know those old guys that have hung drywall for 20 years and they can barely move and walk around their house, but then they could go and do drywall and work all day? Like that's that's like you like walk around can barely move but then you get in the gym and you can wrestle and you can spar and then after that you're back to being all locked up. <laughs> so um, it, it it's I'm aware I'm not you know I'm green in the pro wrestling world but uh, my body is not like a regular green person because I have all these years in MMA but I think at the same time. Um, you know, I uh, it's used to the abuse that I'm, I'm getting. Everyone knows, you know, everyone that's listening is going to know pro wrestling is hard on their body, but uh, MMA is too. And uh, I'm just thankful that now, you know, there was a time in pro wrestling where he wouldn't even have been evaluated for concussion. It would have been like, oh, you're standing and you can talk? Okay. Right. Get back out there, you know. And, and uh, I, I'm just thankful now that there's, there's research in that type of thing is a concern. Right. Um, you know, you kind of mentioned, uh, you know, sort of the training earlier, you know, you just got done training. Um, what is your, uh, status with MMA? Uh, do, do you, do you still consider yourself, um, possibility of having more fights or are you more focused on pro wrestling? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not done fighting. I'm just uh, expanding, you know, the lineage that I come from, and this is my MMA lineage um, with Josh Barnett and uh, Billy Robinson and Billy Riley and the gotchas. I mean, all this goes down the line, and that's been my fight treat for, uh, I've I've been with Josh almost 10 years. So um, when you hear some of those names every single one of them is a pro wrestler also right so uh back you know back if we're following that lineage it's all one and the same fighting pro wrestling it's all the same so um there's not a lot that i change as far as my training i'm still in fight shape um i still go to pro practice uh, five days a week um, for sparring and MMA and stuff like that. Um, it's just, I guess the only differences are, uh, have more to do with, uh, cutting weight, you know, in wrestling, there is no weight classes. Whereas in, in fighting, there is weight classes. So 
uh, my training around, a lot of my training for a fight is around, okay, uh, you're done. Now you got to go do the treadmill for 30 minutes. And just, it's just about burning fat and losing weight and making weight. Um, and a lot of that I don't have to do for pro wrestling, but, um, it's, it's especially my pro wrestling style. It's not, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not like the young buck. Right. I'm a shooter, so <laughs> it's it's going to be a lot. Uh, if you look at like Josh Barnett, there's a highlight video of him on YouTube, and it's called uh, uh, "In Fact, Pro Wrestling Is Strong." And if you want to look that up, you there's clips of his MMA fights and his pro wrestling matches on there. And you and besides the fact that he's wearing kick pads, you can't tell the difference. And I and I hope one day that that's that can be said for me. So. Um, you know, I, uh, Josh always reminds me I've been a pro wrestler for 16 years. So. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to hit at, which was your training, you said, is very similar and your style coming up, um, you know, what you did coming up. So I would imagine that when you actually did have your, your, your first match, which I believe uh, was in September of last year, uh, the, 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 I, I would imagine the transition w- w- was fairly seamless. Yeah, I mean, I I'm green. Um, I, I don't want to make myself to be, you know, I don't want to come in. I want to pay respect to the art, um, and I want to I want to put my time in and pay my dues. But I think I can put on a better match than. I think if uh, I don't know I think if you go to someone established my first match was against cheerleader Melissa and I think she would tell you that Shayna Green is different than the average pro wrestling girl that's going to come in the screen Um, and I think that Josh I mean even before I had thought about doing pro wrestling Josh always told me I'm a a pro wrestler and I thought he was making a joke at the fact that I'm a big fan right and in practice, I would goof off, I guess, and stuff. But I, I realize now that he really means – Josh really likes to hold to the tradition of, you know, Billy Robinson and, and those guys that I talk about that, that, that shooting and working is all pro wrestling and that I'm one of the few <laughs> that is a complete pro wrestler because I can do both. And, you know, Josh would say, as far as he's concerned, the majority of pro wrestling now is only half pro wrestling. So um, I think embracing that side uh, of myself has really helped me be comfortable um, in my pro wrestling shoes, so to speak. So let's get a, let's get a little uh, pro wrestling nerdy here. Like when you say that you're green, like are you, are you talking about things you could work on, such as like selling or pace, or like what do you think that uh, are the things that 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 you would define as green for yourself? Yeah, I think I think pace is one thing I really had to work on. <laughs> I, you know, people that would come into work with me are blowing up because I'm it's a fight in a fight. I mean, it's it's obviously a bit different, right? But um, uh, I think the thing the the thing that's the biggest thing for me right now is all the in between stuff is what uh, the psychology stuff. So um, not only the psychology of putting me in a match, I'm getting better at that. Um, but that I had nothing like it, 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 it's so complicated and when you think you know it's so much more complicated than, than you think you know you know the psychology of how a match goes that's why you hear about these guys you know Cesaro everyone everyone I know has 
talked to me about what a genius he is at ring psychology and putting a match together. And um, I really get the value of that now. But I think the thing that I'm trying to concentrate on the most is all the in-between. So, like, I can do any move. I can take any bump. Um, but what about in-between? So, I just Irish whipped you into the corner. Now, what about all that time it takes for me to get from here to there and what I'm doing in between? Right, so if it's a fight and you're in the corner, I'm on you. There's no in between time. Right, um, and I think that's the thing where uh, I actually have to think about that because it didn't come naturally at first because it's not something I've ever had to think about. It's just get there, get this person, you know. And um, now it's a lot of it's it's almost what I wish I could have always done in MMA. Like, look at someone who's yelling at me in the crowd and tell them to F off. <laughs> so I, I wish I could have done that in another way, but now I can. And I think um, the the taking the time in between all the all the stuff is is the thing I'm 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 still trying to get better at for right now. When, when you had first started fighting, was there ever a thought that? pro wrestling could be, uh, um, you know, something that you would go into at that time or, or even after, like what was pro wrestling always sort of a, a, an aspiration for you? Uh, it wasn't until, you know, when I first started working with Josh, before I was working with Josh, it wasn't even a thought in my mind. I mean, I've always been a fan, but it wasn't a thought like, Oh, I want to do this. But when I started working with Josh and he knew I was a pro wrestling fan, and he started teaching me about catch wrestling and the history of catch wrestling. Um, he's really big on the history of, of an art and where it came from. Um, he started having me look at pro wrestling matches for submissions. And then he would tell me, you know, like just pause, pause the match and look at a submission. Every submission in pro wrestling comes from a shoot submission. So, then if you if you followed my MMA career, um, I started becoming known for coming up with, with like hitting these crazy submissions in a match. They 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 would talk about like, oh Shayna invent submissions on the fly. That's not really true. They were kind of hyping up, but I would hit crazy submissions that people didn't think about because everyone everyone is all about jujitsu, right? The arm bar, the right. triangle, right. like everybody knows this stuff. But then I was hitting people with an abdominal stretch, and uh, I, I came up with a kind of a hammerlock move. That I started calling the Shana wing, and I called it the Schwing for short. <laughs> um, but, so these these kind of like they're moves that I hit all the time because Josh had me working on this stuff. But when I would pull it off in a match, the commentators wouldn't even know what to call it. So um, it really helped make my my game, even in MMA, stand out. Um, and then. I started watching pro wrestling with different eyes when I started learning about catch wrestling. Cause then it was like, then I started appreciating guys like, um, Regal and the Malenko brothers and, uh, some of the more Japanese style pro wrestling because, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. I started seeing it with different eyes. So it wasn't Hogan and ultimate warrior. It was, uh, uh, like Lord Steven Regal and Dean Malenko, you know, it was like, <laughs> right, Oh right. my gosh, this is the greatest match. I've ever seen. So, um, um, then I started, then when I started seeing those matches, I, I thought, I always thought, man, one day if I could ever go to Japan and wrestle, it just didn't, it wasn't 
it wasn't the way things were or in the U.S. at the time, you know, that I was that, that I was fighting back in the day. And and now the scene is changing, and I think with the popularity of the UFC, it's starting to get, we're starting to see that a resurgence of that style. So, you know, it's just a natural, a natural transition to kind of go into now. Um. When you, when you were watching wrestling uh, younger, like did you did you think about the 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 women's division at all? Because the reason I ask is because uh, you know over the last I don't know year and a half NXT has been getting a lot of great uh, response because of their their women's division and their focus on you know having serious matches and it not being a divas division and uh, and that like like were you ever focused on the women or did you ever see them as um, you know anything more than in, in, you know in many cases WWE was just using them for eye candy though though there were some mm-hmm. like like Trish Stratus who who would come out and have really, you know some really good matches but you know it, it it almost seemed like even when I was growing up like women's wrestling was never really made to seem serious at all and thus it was all it was all sort of just like you know a TV segment you know in the late 90s like did you ever look at women's wrestling in, in any way and have an opinion on it when you were uh, a younger fan um, you know, during the, the Trish Stratus and Lita kind of era, I I paid more attention to it, I think, like anyone. But um, I always thought, you know, if you want to be a women's wrestler, you have to kind of be a flippy, uh, gymnastics-y kind of, you know, athlete. And that's just not what I am. Um, and so I kind of didn't think, like, I always thought I had to go to Japan so that I could wrestle like those girls or I would have to be, um, and I say this, uh, like I would have to be more like a China, not, not like this big beefy broad, but like, um, where I would have to have a style that could compete with guys. And I'm just small. I'm not like huge like her. So it just wasn't an idea in my head, you know? Um, the WWE was never, an idea that I was like, yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm going to change the landscape. But for sure now with NXT and, um, um, the Indies are getting bigger now. Like, uh, I just think it's, it's different now and I can actually look at it and see myself competing against, um, some of the girls that are really mainstream now, you know? Right. Uh, and again, I think that that's, that's, I, I've been told, you know, I'm really good friends with Maddie. And she herself has said with the popularity of Ronda and the UFC and kind of the, the WWE brass seeing, you know, people can kind of accept seeing girls that can actually kick some butt. Right. Um, that the, the style, as far as the writers and things like that, uh, are, are starting to see like, no, this is something people, people are willing to watch this and, and enjoy it. So... What what do you think about uh, how Lucha Underground has uh, they, they you know you see a lot of uh, men versus women matches in, in Lucha Underground do you li- do you like the way that they do that or like like what are your thoughts on on how they present that? Um, I like I like it if it's believable, um, because it's I guess uh, in. A, like I train with guys mainly. I mean, we have a lot of girls, uh, a strong girls team. But I, I, I grew up in MMA training with mainly guys, and I used to get so mad if they would go easy on me 
Um, and then you start figuring out the technique can trump strength and it doesn't matter if they're bigger and faster and stronger, you can still find a way to beat them. So uh, in my mind, it's totally believable. A girl can compete with a guy. Now, Lucha Underground is an interesting thing because they get, uh, the storylines are really theatrical and, and I love Lucha Underground, by the way. But, uh, um, they kind of have a, um, a different direction than like, you know, NXT or something like that, uh, which they don't, they don't do intergender stuff, but you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like just style wise. Um, but, uh, I think if it's believable, you know, I don't want to see, uh, this tiny flippy girl that's able to beat these legit big guys. It's not, you have to do it in a believable way. And I think if the psychology makes sense, I, I'm all about intergender. And I think, uh, for the most part, audiences, especially outside of the WWE general audience, uh, the Indies are going to be more hardcore fans. They're, they're okay with seeing that stuff too. So, um, I, I, yeah, if it, if the psychology makes sense and you can make the, the match make sense, I like it. What do you? I think a lot of the the uh, NXT fans, or at least you know, fans like myself who who, who love the uh, when WWE can actually you know make things look like competition. Um, it, when, when we heard, you know, when, when it was said that you know Charlotte and and Becky Lynch and and and, and they're really strong uh, and Sasha, uh, the really strong wrestlers in NXT were coming to WWE. Uh, I think there was a little bit of a worry that the Divas division would sort of water down how good they were at wrestling. And while I uh, I think NXT probably still presented the, them a little bit better, um, I have enjoyed a lot of what Charlotte has been doing, though it's a little bit more storyline and it's a little bit more, uh, you know, sort of wrestling heel babyface stuff. Um, wh- what have you thought about how WWE has presented, you know, what what they they grew from from NXT from the women's side? I think the biggest thing that the biggest plus that NXT has brought to the main roster um, as far as women is giving giving the girls time. Like it wasn't too long ago that you know they would get three minutes, including their walkout. The match would be like this weird. 30 second to one minute thing and then it would be over with um so i love that they're getting time but my my biggest complaint i think with the main roster women's wrestling now is it's the same old tired storyline it's like okay they were best friends one of them turned out to be a, a selfish uh bitch i don't even know if i can swear on this but, <laughs> you can swear you know, as much th- as you like, want <laughs> and then, and now they're feuding and there's one girl who's the true friend and there's one girl who was just using them all along and it's like it's the same old story like man you know when you look at the guys there's like the undertaker is this undead guy that's the leader of a cult and like <laughs> Bray Wyatt he's this he's the leader of this cult from the swamps of like somewhere and and then there's, uh, you know, there's, like there's stories. There's like comic book stories almost. And it's, it's campy sometimes, but it, it, it goes over if you do it right. You know, and right, I wish right. they would give the women stories besides who can be the cattiest female right. on the roster. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely, I completely agree with you. Um, 
I, I mean, and you're obviously uh, a, a big fan. Um, and and before I, I do want to talk a little bit more about your actual uh, wrestling debut and 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 this upcoming match with with Colleen. But um, when. Uh, what do you think about where WWE is going with, with WrestleMania right now? There doesn't seem to be any true uh, box office, like must see matches for WrestleMania. Like I, I'm, you know, I think people think that it's going to be Triple H and, and Roman Reigns, and we're probably headed that way. But you know, that doesn't seem like there's there's a good use for Brock Lesnar yet or The Undertaker. Like as a fan, like what do you think about the the, the booking upcoming for WrestleMania? I really think they're in a tough spot with uh, a lot of the stars being injured right now. Um, I was talking about this the other day, actually, with a friend that it it would suck to be there where it's like, okay, we need we need stars, but it's not like they can't move guys up from NXT just yet because not because then when all those guys are done being injured, now you have a roster full of too many people. Right, so it's like, man, what do they, what do they do? So, and this doesn't really answer your question, but as much as, as much as, it's hard right now because there's not stars, there's not feuds, the story, it's kind of in a lull right now. Um, there's gonna come a time in a in a few months where there's all these crazy returns and it's gonna be awesome all of a sudden. <laughs> now how they book it and all that stuff, you know, I really think they're misusing Kevin Owens. I think they're misusing. I think they're booking a lot of stuff kind of weird. But um, when these guys return, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. So it really is just a matter of of when these guys can return. And then if they're going to return before WrestleMania, how are they going to work stories? I don't know. I think you're right. The storylines right now, the feuds and the storylines are a little dry, but I, I think mixing the weird way that WWE books sometimes along with the fact that they're, a lot of their stars are unavailable is um, making it doubly as difficult. So do you, you, you plan- I guess they've been at the top for a long time. So I guess we'll see what happens, but yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. Do you, do you plan on uh, heading out to Dallas for WrestleMania this year? I want to, it's really going to depend on, uh, I have a lot of stuff going on, so it really depends on if I can. So <laughs> work wise. Right, right. So, okay, let, let's go back to your pro wrestling de- uh, debut uh, from September. You mentioned uh, wrestling cheer- cheerleader Melissa. Um, my, one of my mm-hmm. one of my friends was actually at the event, and he he had a chance to talk to you. Um, his name's Alex Goff, uh, and and he he wrote he wrote something up for for our website, um, and so. I, I just kind of wanted to ask, you know, how how was it? Was it sort of everything you expected it to be, or was it, uh, you know, different in any way that you thought it was going to be? Yeah, I mean, um, it was. It was. I was really nervous about the stuff that wasn't called. You know what I mean? Like right. I was like, oh man, I don't know if I can free flow a match in between so like my big concern was not messing up any of the stuff that we were supposed to hit that was critical to the story of the match uh 
and all the stuff. I, I was I was a baby face, so it was easier. Um, but I, I just it's it's kind of like my very 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 first MMA fight. I have on a VHS, and I hate watching. It. It's <laughs> and I think that's what that match is going to be to me in pro wrestling because I, I like. I was happy with it at the time. Like, okay, that was my first match. It wasn't bad. Um, but every match I've had gets better than the last one. And so I've had, now that I've had a few matches, I look back at that one. I'm like, Oh man, I, I was clearly uncomfortable in there, you know, nervous and, and, and all the things you would expect, uh, to, to, to experience in that situation. But, um, it was, I've, I've been really blessed to work with people like cheerleader Melissa and these vets. Um, and not to mention she's worked a lot in Japan. So she, she was a big help with my style and, and, and working against my style. So, um, I, I couldn't have been, it couldn't have been more ideal for me. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't on this huge major card for my <laughs> debut match. So it was like, good to get in there and get that first one out of the way. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad, you know? And I think, uh, the match we put together was pretty good. So, um, but yeah, I, I'll probably, I'll probably never be able to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know you had uh, a couple of your friends in, in your, in your corner, uh, in Reno for that, for that match. Uh, any of the, uh, other four horsewomen have similar aspirations to, to do pro wrestling? Well, I know we're all into it, right? We're all fans. So right. Jess has been Jess has been um, in my corner for most of my wrestling matches. Um, uh, Marina has been a couple times, and she's uh, she's dating Roger Strong, so she's around pro wrestling all the time. She's always wanting to try stuff with me and on me and from me <laughs> and all that. And uh, you know, Rhonda is into just doing crazy movie stunts, so to her, it's all a big stunt show. So she's always wanting, her thing is like, she always wants to put fight scenes together, which, so like, she'll be like, Hey guys, let's just film a fight scene on our phones right now. <laughs> Shana, you're going to do this. And then this is, and to me, that's just pro wrestling. Right. So, um, all of us are into it in our own way. How much, uh, any of us get involved that that's going to vary from the three of us. I mean, Jess, Jess has a fight coming up, so, you know, she's not going to be doing anything anytime soon, but, um, uh, you know, we're, we're all, we're all, uh, we're all pro wrestling fans and we all love doing pro wrestling. I think we're all just on a different pathway to the same spot of the map. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like easy booking to me. I mean, eight, eight woman tag team match against, uh, Charlotte and Becky and Bailey. And- yeah. Those guys janking our gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> Um, uh, so, uh, as we wrap this up, um, what for for folks who, um, you know, anybody who's, who's into, uh, indie pro wrestling, who knows a little bit about, about MMA is going to be familiar with you. Um, what, what can fans expect to see on March 6th between you and Colleen for, you know, for those who, 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 you know, may not, may not know what to expect. Well, Colleen and I are training partners. Um, we've been in each other's corner for fights. Uh, so we know each other really well, uh, as far as even how we fight. 
uh, and we spar every day all the time. So we're not afraid to beat the crap out of each other. Um, and, and our feelings are not going to get hurt because we're doing so. In fact, it's funny. I always use the analogy of, um, if you were a linebacker and your best friend was a quarterback on the opposing team, you would try even harder to like smoke him into the dirt just because that's your friend. Right? right. So it's not like you would easily take him down. Well, it's that way in fighting. Like if that's your friend, you kind of go harder for some reason. And so, um, you know, if people are expecting like, oh, they're friends, it's going to be this cheesy little thing. Nah, this is not. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be a high paced. Uh, uh, you know, hard hitting, high paced match, and and we know each other well, so it's going to be. It's a really even, evenly matched, and we both uh, we both come from the same lineage. You know, Josh Josh Barnett's both our same coach, so you're going to see two kind of similar looking styles going going up against each other. It's going to be interesting. And, and I imagine we're going to see some sweet grappling and some sweet transitions and submissions and, and all that good stuff that, uh, that, that, uh, the, that I personally enjoy as a wrestling fan. And I, and I, I know others who are, who, who look for that style as well. Yeah, it's going to be definitely, I can tell you that, um, our match, you're going to see things you're not going to see from any other matchup. Um, you, you'll be hard pressed, you know, uh, the, just the grappling transitions and the, and the things we're attempting. Um, so for sure, it's going to be a total different thing than you're going to see the rest of the night. I'm going to be willing to bet. All right. So, um, why don't you throw out the, uh, the Twitter handle and any, any, any other social medias that, that, that you're on. And, you know, if, you know, if, if there's other people listening who may be interested in booking you, like how they could get a hold of you. Okay, uh, uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. QOS Basler, Queen of Spades Basler. It's all all the same on all those platforms. I'm also on uh, a social media platform called Score, and it's just another kind of Instagram. But I offer a lot of uh, a lot of my giveaways and stuff are on Score exclusively. So, um, and then uh, my booking email QOSBasler at gmail.com. So it's easy, easy to find. Queen of Spades Basler. Excellent. Uh, very much appreciate you coming on. Shayna Baszler and Colleen Schneider at Premiere on March 6th in Gilroy, California. Anybody who's in the Bay Area, Northern California, or even you know further south should definitely uh, come out and, and see them uh, perform. So appreciate it, Shayna, and uh, thanks again for, for hanging out for a little while with us. Uh, I am Double G. We will see you when we see you. Peace out.